if at any point I'm simply not smiling passively or if the way that I behave changes in the slightest way to even a more neutral manner, people will notice right away. They know something's wrong. Um, and so I sort of have no choice but to, you know, keep that face regardless of what the scenario is. And that's labor. That's emotional labor. A community is a unified body of individuals sharing something in common. Over a quarter of a million people call Madison, Wisconsin their home. Have you ever wondered about the secret to Madison's vibrant and unique community? Well, I have the answer for you. Workers. This segment features the working voices who undeniably strengthen and brighten Madison's community on the daily. I am Riley Cutright, and this is Madison's Backbone. All right, everyone, welcome to Madison's Backbone. I'm here with Mikey this week, and we're going to talk about what it's like being a barista. Um, My first question is, how did you get your start as being a barista? I'm so glad you asked. Uh, I actually got my start uh, what is now just over six years ago. And at the time, I had come off of a period of about six months of being homeless Uh, And I was trying to find an entry point into the working world. Uh, Whether or not I wanted to, you know, it was what had to be done. And at that stage, and for a long time after that, my brother was a barista. And so what my brother was doing was working in a shuttle outside the airport, uh, 9 p.m. to 6 a.m. He's making coffee for people outside the airport. And so what I had the opportunity to do was to join him there overnight and learn directly from him. The moment he hasn't got a customer to serve, he's teaching me how to make coffees. So I was able to establish this sort of skill ahead of time that when I approached Starbucks initially, this is the first time I worked with them in 2017, I had a leg to stand on as well. I said, I have something of a skill set to come with. I have no experience whatsoever, um, but this is what I do have. And I sort of talked my way into the job that way. Learning something from somebody that they uh, care about, that they are passionate about, it makes it so much easier to learn. What exactly do you do during your workday? To put it best, uh, when I arrive at work early in the morning, the, the way my day begins is with some very solid routine. I do almost the exact same routine every single morning, and I do it very comfortably. I love doing that. I get everything set up uh, for the day. So a big part of my early day is to prepare uh, beverage components, prepare the store and all the utilities that we use for not just myself, Um, but everybody who's going to be working during peak hours of the day. And then for the majority of the rest of the time, I more or less do exactly as I'm told, which is something that I kind of really like. I like not having to think too hard about it. I appreciate no longer having to direct people myself. To get down to the nitty-gritty, what I do is I speak to people, um, and I make things for them that they love, which is a, a huge thing that I enjoy doing. I love crafting a beverage for somebody, knowing that they're about to adore it. And a lot of what I do there also involves just chatting with them uh, at the beginning of the process, at the end of the process. And I guess what I really enjoy about that is that they remember me afterwards. My next question is, what hours of the day do you work? I work very consistently now between 4.30 a.m. and 12.30 p.m. On some days, I get to go home at 12 noon. Uh, it's been a while. since They used to schedule me until sometimes 9.30, 10.30. That's long gone. So now I work four pretty standard, consistent shifts. And if I'm unlucky, they'll call me in on a Thursday as well. 
process. So do you work, um, I mean, you said that mm-hmm. if you're unlucky, they call you on Thursday. So do you get some days of the week off or like what kind of, do you, oh, yeah. is it different every time or do you have a set schedule? Right now it's relatively consistent. I'm so happy to tell you that I get Fridays and Saturdays off. I worked hard to make that happen. See, it sounds like three days off is a lot sometimes, but the truth is, of course, because I have two jobs to do, um, I get, you know, one and a half days off normally, really. Um, how does that impact your life? Do you enjoy working those shifts? Like some people really enjoy working the odd hours and they kind of seek mm-hmm. that out. But do you enjoy working those really, really early morning shifts? Do you enjoy consistency or? Uh, I think yes to both. I've definitely grown very accustomed to it. Uh, when I began my tenure with this company, I was working afternoons through evenings that uh, when I'd go home, usually the sun's already down. But as it is now with these um, AM shifts, I, I think I've come to really love them. There's something I enjoy about um, having the afternoon to myself, even if it means I go to bed um, at a responsible time. That's what I'll call it. Um, yeah, I love having the afternoon to myself. I love being able to go home with the sun still shining. And whether or not I really enjoy waking up early, I can't say genuinely that I do. I definitely feel some sense of, well done, Mikey, you got up early. You know, you're getting up early. You can do that. And what's absurd about it to me really is the way that so many people, I'll ask them how they're doing. and They say, oh, it's too early to know. I'm checking the clock. It's 8 a.m. I've been up for five hours, you know. What is the most difficult part of your job? Um, I think uh, the best way to put it is keeping up a facade in the sense that a lot of the time that I am working, I get to be 100% myself and genuine. And then a lot of the time I have no choice but to act uh, the same way that I would on one of those days, even when I do not. I don't really have a choice in that matter in the sense that there's an expectation uh, of us all to not just smile, but be our best selves at all times and um, be on our best behavior as it is in any service industry. And, you know, I'm going through the same problems as everybody else is. You know, like I was just telling you, our family dog passed away and it makes no difference to everybody who comes into my store. It makes no difference to upper management. I have to put on a smile. And and what I notice about that is that... um, Everybody knows immediately if I fail to maintain that facade. If at any point I'm simply not smiling passively or if the way that I behave changes in the slightest way to even a more neutral manner, people will notice right away. They know something's wrong. Um, so I sort of have no choice but to you know, keep that face regardless of what the scenario is. And that's labor. That's emotional labor. Emotional labor. I love it. Yeah, it's awesome. Because, <laughs> uh, I mean, it is emotional labor for you to have to ma- like hold that smile and hold that tone when somebody says something out of pocket to you. Do you have a favorite part about your job? Uh, I think, yeah. I, in general, favorites are difficult to identify for me. But I think for this one, I know for a fact it's the people that I work with. Um, to a degree, also the people that I get to see every day on the other side of the bar. But 100% the answer is the, the people that I work with intimately every day. I come back to this job every day to spend time with my co-workers I tolerate some other parts of it for the benefit of spending time with my co-workers al- alongside the pay the, this role has introduced me to so many people that I'm incredibly grateful to have met that I simply would never otherwise have done so um, there are people there that I would consider some of my closest friends without question people that I can confide 
uh, my deepest secrets to, you know, people that I trust with my life. And that is what keeps me going on the day to day. I find fulfillment from spending time with some of these people. Like I said, there are some customers who I do cherish as well. I mean, if there's anybody there that I'm that I could tell uh, honestly what's going on in my life, I think that's kind of big to, to put it summarily. It's people. What kind of educational background do you have? Uh, yeah, not related to what I'm doing in any capacity. I finished high school in New Zealand before I moved out here. And in addition to that, I did do some tertiary study there. I have a diploma in PC support because at the time I had absolutely no clue uh, what I was going to do career-wise. And that's not to say that I know for a fact what I'm going to do now. But I went for something that was accessible to me and... I wouldn't. I want to say relatively affordable on account of the fact that I'm almost finished with my student loan there. And besides that, nothing. I never went to college in the greater capacity. Coffee-wise, I have like a, a meaningless certificate that says I went through a course, you know, that n nobody would take into account anyway. Do you think that you and other people in your profession receive enough recognition? Um, the short answer is no. Um, I think in a lot of ways... The way I want to open this is that I see a lot of people every day. I talk to a lot of people every day. And what I can tell right away sometimes from speaking with them is that they've absolutely never worked in a service career before. Uh, and it does change you. You know, it's, it, it does change your bottom line. And if you don't have that perspective, you behave a different way. I think the service that we provide is valid. I think the service that we provide needs to be compensated appropriately and I think we need to be treated with respect just like absolutely everybody else does. But there's this impression that it's a transient sort of role to be in, that it's a temporary thing or that it's a thing that you can't spend the rest of your life doing, but simply people do. So many people in the community rely on that, you know, we might open on Thanksgiving an hour later than normal and people want to speak to the manager because they drove from XYZ place in the city at this time before work or what have you. So if it's as important to them as it is when they say so, um, I think it could be just as important when they speak about us in hindsight or when they pay us as well. There's a lot of people for whom... Uh, we are an integral part of their mourning. People rely on us in some sense, and we set the tone for them in other senses. So I think it's a little bit overlooked what kind of a role we have in people's day-to-day -day life, uh, given the context of it being really a fast food restaurant in some senses. Thanks for tuning in this week to Madison's Backbone. We'll be back with part two where Mikey and I continue to talk about what it's like being a barista.